Hello? Hello? So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That Episode. I'm Trev. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. All right. Today we're talking about another one of my favorites. It's season two, episode 16 of Glee, titled Original Song, and it aired on March 15th, 2011. I was screaming the whole time I was watching this. This episode was a lot. It's like so it, much. It flew by, too. Yeah, this is like, like, I know we've mentioned this in the past, where, like, some of the episodes feel like two hours long, and then some of them are over in ten. It, this one was, it's... All, all like, there was no filler in this episode. It was all just moving it along. Like, I remember, like, being like, okay, we can't be more than, like, 10 minutes in. And it was like, no, we're 20 minutes in. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Like, it's halfway already. It, it's just cooking. Literally, because when we got to hell to the no, that's when I was oh. just like, wait, we're 19 minutes in? <laughs> it just it's also, crazy. yeah, that song also feels like it's so much later in the episode. I feel like there's so much setup in this episode. Mm-hmm. And then all of the original songs are kind of on the back end. Like when I'm not watching it, it feels that way. And then I realize, like, oh, wow, they're really sprinkled in here throughout pretty well. Yeah. But all right, we, sh- we need to get into it because this episode starts with such a banger. Wait, I have a question. Yes, please, <laughs> please. Okay, why does Kurt look so uncomfortable with the impromptu performance? Like he's over it. What? Why? I don't get it. Like, did we miss something from a previous episode that I'm I not getting? I think he's also just bitter that it's like again Blaine singing. Oh, okay. I think that's what it is because he's like, I'm doing something right now. I don't have the I don't have the time. Like I'm at school. Right. He's like I was not asked about this. Right. He's so like. I, over it yeah he's over it and i think it plays into the whole like oh wow it's blaine and the pips okay yeah because that line was really good blaine and the that pips is I so good I, I also like okay <laughs> we'll get th- we we will talk about kurt in this episode like too much i i love when the sh- episodes start with like a big number me too and just like i'm like yeah let's kick it in a high gear out of the gate mm-hmm. yeah and kurt's giving such good bitchy face he is. He's like, uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> He's so away, over please. it. Yeah, he is. Also, I don't know if you ever saw this on like your side of gay Tumblr, but everyone that I followed was so obsessed with the blonde warbler. <gasps> oh my God. No, because that's my third note. I literally like, wrote. Cause that's wrote... Ross Lynch's brother. <laughs> We wrote, we all had that one friend who was fully obsessed with Riker Lynch. That's what I yes. wrote. Yes. Yes. The Tumblr girlies <laughs> were obsessed with him. And I mean, like, there were, everyone was obsessed with the Warblers in general. Like, all the yeah. B-team, no-name Warblers. Like, mm-hmm. there was just as much fan fiction written about them as anybody else. Right. But, yeah, it was always, like, I never got it. I was like, yeah, he's cute, but, like, he's, he's just kind of there. <laughs> no, but we did all have that one friend. Yeah. Every like, Glee friend group was like oh at the God. girly. <laughs> it was so it was very weird. Very weird. And we also had that one friend who was obsessed with um like Telly. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't even get into it. I was never that friend. I do have my weird like faves in shows, like my favorite background characters, but Me too. Not in Glee. I'm not here for in the Glee. stars. I'm here for the yeah. A list. Okay. Agree. Okay, I love the part of this performance where they bang on the tables. I, I do really was, like that, too. I thought it was good. I was like, ooh, yes. Like, I like that. It's fun. And especially yeah. for the Warblers, it's very different because they're mm-hmm. so much an acapella group. Yeah. All right. Um, I loved, and we need to talk about the Burberry cage cover. Literally. And the Burberry food and water holders. I the- love Kurt. <laughs> I love that. He is so gay. He He's is. so gay. It's, oh, his character is so well fleshed out, like, at all times. Yeah, they did a great job with Kurt, like, out and of I just, every character. Yeah, and I love that in this scene, he's just, like, straight up, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. It's boring. Blaine and the Pips is not exciting to me anymore. Right. And I can't blame him. Right. 
yeah, it's nice that he's being a good communicator. He's airing his grievances. Yeah. He's he's telling the truth and he's telling Blaine how he feels and he's I don't know if he's the only one who feels that way, but at least he's the one that's exactly. addressing it. And I'm it. sure like and I know we get another scene later on where all the warblers are like obsessed with Blaine and like falling at his feet. But I'm sure some of them have to be like, okay, it's a little mm-hmm. annoying. All right, and then we cut to Rachel and Finn in the Glee Club, and song. we see the My Headband to Only Child pipeline. <laughs> I, like... It kind of goes. Kind of, <laughs> like, okay. As the only child of the podcast, I do relate to this song. <laughs> Am I embarrassed by that? Yes. But it is... It's so stupid. Whoever wrote these, like, purposefully bad, quote-unquote, like, original songs killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Because, like, between this and Trouty Mouth, they slayed. Full stop. They slayed. The line, the only berry on my family tree, that's legend. I liked, um, that one's legend. I also liked, um... Oh, damn you, dads. Why did you settle for only me? I'm an only child. More than enough for them, but not enough for me. She's so good. She's so I fucking love her. Dramatic. She's so fucking dramatic. I love her. I, she's so. I hate her tights. The white tights. I hate the white tights. With this outfit? But it's a cute little like schoolgirl outfit, whatever. She looks cute. And then the white tights. And I'm like, you fucking. I mean, it's classic Rachel. Yeah. It's classic Rachel. I just feel like um, she's like every she's like I cry every time I sing a solo, <laughs> and it's just like the she's so the delusional of her. Yeah, the funniness of her delusional behavior and like thought process behind like her abilities as a performer and actually genuinely thinking that this is. An emotional, yeah. good, original song. <laughs> it's so, like, there is something not connecting. Like, a synapse isn't firing in her brain or something like that. And, like, I guess that's <laughs> totally fine. Because she is so fucking funny. I will say, yeah. this might be because Michelle, again, friend of the pod, brought this up. And we were talking about it. Not explicitly this, but Corey Monteith's voice in general. I find Finn's voice in this episode especially grating. Like, his speaking voice. I don't know why, and yeah. I can't explain it. And I feel the same way about Quinn's. Because I feel like there's, like, an affect that they're both putting on their voice. Like, Quinn's is especially breathy in this episode. And then... I think what I think what bothers me about Quinn is how hard she tries to be perfect yeah and i think that in this episode they're both doing yeah it. and finn is that like classic and like we talk about this the pilot i think it was where he's like it's just like 90s teen movie like we're all losers like like there's like yeah. that affect he puts on his voice and i just find it i find it very grating but especially in this episode yeah it's totally cory monteith yeah like it just you hear it and you're like this is Cory Monteith, yeah. if that makes sense yeah, to anybody absolutely. listening. But, like, it just, that's how you hear him. Yeah. Like, he's putting, I can't, okay, I don't know how to explain this, but, like, that's Finn, Hud, peak Finn Hudson, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Just, like. I feel like when he does that, it's, like, he's being the good guy of the club. He's being, like. Yeah, like, they all kind of have these character voices that when they're being, like, the log line Extra. of their character they kind of fall into. Like, Sue definitely has a specific mm-hmm. diction when she's being Sue. You think this is hard? Try being waterboarded. That's Yeah, it's hard. really, like, that it's really bitten. Out. It's like, the words are bitten yeah. off. And Santana has, like, a very specific diction, too. So does Will. And, like, they, Kurt does, too. Like, all the main characters, when they fall into, like, I'm being Kurt right now, specifically to, like, move plot mm-hmm. along or something like that, they kind of have yeah. these affects. But, I don't, like, most of them don't bother me. Most of them are actually pretty funny. But Finn's bothers me a lot. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And then... <laughs> this absolutely... Quinn is, like... Insane Quinn monologue. Quinn is even more delusional than Rachel. Absolutely. She's like, 
She's like, you must be wondering, why would I even care about winning prom queen? I mean, I'm pretty sane for a girl. No, you're not. She, you're literally This is delusional. her at her most sociopathic. No, no <sighs> question. The, like, the music feels especially creepy. Her thinking she's relatively sane, who lied to her. <laughs> she's but also, like, evil. Loki, she's kind of right. Because why, what, what is wrong with Finn for being into Rachel? <laughs> she's so... You know what? We're going to get there because I have a lot of notes on that. Okay. And I think it's really fucked up. And, like, you Faberry heads <laughs> really need to, like... No, I, like, don't get me wrong. No. I shipped Faberry because of how toxic they were. I thought it was funny. I don't think they would be a good fit. I just really liked the fan fiction. Okay. That's valid. I think they're horrible to each other. And more often than not, those are the ships that I really like. (laughs) Okay, because they're Faberry shippers who genuinely believe that they like... And that's delusional. I think everyone that... I think, (laughs) like, Finn is also not good for her. Rachel deserves to be with somebody who is, like, equally, if not more talented than Rachel her. Rachel needs to and, be like, single because Jessie's also annoying and shitty to her. Well, I'm not even... I mean, I feel like not even another performer necessarily, but somebody who's, like, talented in their own way yeah. and won't compete with her. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, a different kind I mean, of artist. Maybe or... that's kind of why she's, like likes Finn so much because she know that he'll never outshine her. That yeah. would make sense. That would make sense. But um yeah. But anywho, <laughs> we move on to the warblers again. And it's so funny when <laughs> Blaine's like, all I'm suggesting is that instead of a blue coat with red piping, we wear a red coat with blue piping. And somebody's like, this is a kangaroo court. <laughs> well, before, wait, before that, we get the scene where Pavarotti actually dies. <laughs> okay, right. Sorry. I meant, but okay, I have a note about that after because it's we, so sad. Yeah, we get the scene where he dies. Yeah, it is really just, sad. Like, and, then, and then the bird drops. <laughs> it's so weird. Right. And then the doors open on Kurt in his morning outfit with a tiny skull on a chain. He looks so good in this outfit. He looks, yeah. And it's just like, oh my God, the drama, drama the absolute drama. Over a bird. Over a this, school pet. Over this bird. Um, And he hands over a cassette tape, of course. And I love the cover. I love that's one of my favorite Glee This songs. is one of my favorite Glee performances. This is like top five Kurt performances. No no exaggeration. It's so it's so perfect in this episode. And like he's giving in this scene. Like truly. He's so good. And then Blaine staring at him the whole time. Oh my god. It broke me. He's so in love with him. He, yeah, he finally like realizes like everything. It's in this so, episode, and he I puts think. it perfectly later on. He's like, "Oh, there you are! Like you have that moment." And it's like that is so true. It's like you just kind of see someone for the first time, and you're like, "Oh wait, <laughs> this is it!" Yeah, like, I've been. This is exactly what I want. I just didn't even realize. Yeah. And his eyes. He has like the perfect puppy dog eyes for this type of shit yeah. oh it's so cute it's such a sweet scene it's such a stellar performance yeah it is this is one i listen oh, to my goodness. all the time yeah this is just one of those ones that if it comes on shuffle you hit exactly replay like I, i'm never skipping this i'm always listening i'm gonna listen twice mm-hmm. all right then we cut to <laughs> sue and Brittany and santana and it's just like what is wrong with her? Okay, war- she's so nuts. I never really understood why does she hate them so much. Like, I get it's just one of those random things that like every school has, I guess. But at this point, like they've won competitions. Yeah, they're like pretty talented. Like, why does she hate them so much? I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't make. I, I kind of forgot. I I forgot too, and I'm like I'm sure there's like a a, a good read. I say good quotes, good reason. But like, she's they've 
been there for her. They've given her the success and like the awards, like you said, and everything like that. It's like let them go. They're what at this point? Sophomores, juniors, soft. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're juniors now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like get a new crop of girls to like mold into your team. Like, yeah, that's how it goes. It's like they're they're moving on. They're doing other stuff. It's okay. It's so weird how malicious she gets with with the two of them specifically. And yeah. Like, like, and they say later on, like, she's mean to all of them. Like, we see her treat Mercedes and Tina bad, too. But it's especially malicious because she feels so betrayed by Brittany and Santana. <laughs> when they, like, don't owe her any, yeah. like, what's it called? Um, loyalty? Because, like, she wasn't nice to them when they were on her team. It's yeah. so weird, but I do. I the, the gag of the dirt is so fucking funny. Did you notice that Santana went from wearing a jean short, like a jean short sleeve vest with a collar in the Glee Club scene, and then at the locker scene, she's wearing a light colored floral print long sleeve collared shirt with a ponytail? You know, I didn't notice that. Did you know? I didn't. I think I'm so used to the <laughs> costume inconsistencies in Glee that I didn't even recognize it. Okay. Like fully... I was thinking to myself, is it a new day? Like I don't know. I don't think so. But it's impossible okay. to know with a show like this. Because they fuck up scene to scene. Man, that is so crazy to me. And I mean, because another thing, I sometimes listen to um, Office Ladies yeah. And they talk about how, like, they have a consistency, like, like director. Yeah. Who pretty much stands on the film of each scene, like, every time they film a scene and is like, nope, we need to reset the highlighter. It was over here. Yeah, they and now have, it's like, they there. take, like, Polaroids of everything, all the costumes, like, all the set and everything like that. So they have it for, like, visual reference and stuff. I genuinely don't think Glee had that. I don't think so. I either. don't think they like, cared enough. Was- they were spending their entire budget on getting song rights, so. Yeah, which is, like, fair. I get it. Because they do mm-hmm. get a lot of mm-hmm. really crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Tweedledee um, and Tweedlefake boobs. Love it. Tweedle, yep. No, she said Tweedledum and fe- Tweedlefake boobs. Oh, yes. Sorry. Boobs because, yeah. <laughs> because Britney's dumb. Yeah. I think that's why she, yeah. And then we have an insane, also, before we leave this scene. One of the meanest things and funniest things Santana says about Artie is stubble McCripple pants. That's so and fucking mean. <laughs> I know, it's very mean. But we need to talk about the conversation that they have. Cause... Yeah. So Brittany's like, did I do something wrong? And she's like, I don't know, did you? And then she's like, whatever, because now I'm going to sing an awesome heterosexual song about Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. She's just like being so bitchy. It's like Santana, like okay, like get over it. Just go, yeah, go be with another girl. Yeah, like go I'm be sure with some hot girl. Yeah, there has to be another girl in this school. Like, uh, there's no way. But the but truth is, she doesn't want another girl. Yeah, she wants, she wants Brittany. Brittany. And I, I look, yeah. I get it. But it's also like, okay, you have to move on. This is becoming unhealthy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're pretending to be straight right now. Ugh. So alarming. So alarming. Um. Okay, so then we cut back to the Warblers, and did you hear what he said? I agree, what Blaine's Blaine version. Are what about how he wants to sing with Kurt? Yeah, but before that, he says, "Look, I really love how all of the Warblers have accepted me as a junior Warbler." Okay, yes. And so, like, okay, Blaine is junior. a junior. Junior, got it. Because they, okay, but also they could have, they could play this either way. Like, if I, ca- if I came up to Ryan Murphy on the street and I said, "Why the fuck did you do this?" and point to this line, he could be like, "Oh, that could just mean a seniority thing. Like, he's a junior. Like, his." No, I get that. But I get like, that. But he, that's not how they meant exactly. it. Exactly. There's no way. Like from the <laughs> jump, Blaine is supposed to be a junior. He's supposed to be junior the same age or maybe a little older than Kurt. So he has that like mentorship role almost of kind of like, here's how you could be like a gay person who doesn't get the shit kicked out of them every day. You know what I mean? Whatever. So it's like, it's so infuriating. It was all there. It was all right there. And then they just like throw it out the window again. There's no consistency with these type of things. Yeah. If they can't get the clothes right scene to scene, how are they going to get this light? This right. 
Yeah. They fucked it up. He wants um, to sing with it's Kurt. It's so cute. Yeah, it's so cute uh, that Blaine picked Kurt. He picks um, Kurt. I was like, ah. Also, but it's nobody ships the <laughs> nobody ships Clane harder than the Warblers. True. They stand. The Warblers are so silly with this fake drama. It's like so when they're goofy. like, <gasps> they're like, wait, Blaine's like, I don't want to sing the solo, they're and they're like, all like, scandalous. <gasps> How could you? Oh my god! They're like, what are we gonna do, it, darling? <laughs> what are we gonna do? We can never win now. Oh my god, it's so silly. It's so silly. I really, I, I love all the warblers and all the Dalton scenes. They're just like very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they're are. never super heavy, which is nice. Even when it gets serious in like season three with Sebastian and everything like that, it still feels like cheeky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Clean's or Clean. Oh my god, <laughs> Kurt's face when. Dare or when Blaine picks him is so cute. He's just like <laughs> you're like being, all over. I'm the all place. over the place. I love them so much. I'm literally sweating, <laughs> and not because it's hot. Although it is literally 85 degrees in my house, I'm sweating. I love them so much. This episode is everything. This is it. okay, but it is. It's so cute. It is Kurt's a really good so episode. Cute. He's so, face he's is like, so cute. He's like he's like thrilled to be selected, yeah. and I thought it was also really cute how he was like wait. We should give everybody an opportunity. Yeah, he just like, like he wants, I thought that was really sweet. He's such a good team to, player. Yeah, yeah, for him to even like think about that because I feel like most people would hear that they're getting a solo and not question it. Like imagine Rachel getting a solo and being like, "Wait, shouldn't Mercedes get an opportunity?" You took and it's the like, words <laughs> right out of my mouth. Yeah, it's very sweet. He's very sweet in this scene. Mm-hmm. Just like all like full stop. It makes me very happy. Yeah, and. Yeah, and then we cut back to um, New Directions, and we hear Trouty Mouth. Okay. She's so hot, but this song is so dumb. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not joking when I say (laughs) this is 100% one of my favorite scenes in the entire show. Oh, my God. I love the end where she's like, woo! (laughs) Tina on the piano. Mm-hmm. And she's smiling from ear to ear, ear too. To ear. Tina's she's, like loving it. She's fully in. She's like, I love the drama. <laughs> I love this. She's slaying. That's my girl. It's so fucking funny. Everyone's ep- seen, ep- fucking faces in this scene. They're so funny. Sam is yeah. mortified. He stands up for himself, which I love too. And it's just like, whoever wrote this song, genius. This is so fucking funny. I need to know, were these all written by the same person? Like, I'm dying to, to know be. who the it hell wrote these songs. It has to Imagine be. Imagine we find out that the actual people, I feel like I've read before a rumor that the actual people who sing them are the ones who actually wrote them. Now that would be fucking funny. Am I making that up? I don't know. Am I making Maybe. that up? I'm looking Can it up right now. Can someone please write us and Google it? Yeah. Uh, it was released on iTunes. Slay. Mm-hmm. It was written by show composer James S. Levine and co-creator Ian Brennan. Oh, Ian Brennan. Okay. Which makes sense. I mean, they're so involved yeah. in everything. It's just so fucking funny. I love this scene. I love Santana. I love her yeah, I love her delusion as much as I love Rachel's. Yep. And it's just so funny to um, see Sam be like, we're not doing this. Yeah. And it's also really funny at the end of Hell to the No when Santana's like, Mr. Shu, I wrote another verse of Trouty Mouth, and he holds up the sign that says, hell, hell no. no. I had that photo <laughs> saved on my computer, my phone. I, I reblogged it every time I saw it. That was like Funny. one of the key reaction images in my arsenal of glee in high school. Yeah. All right, then we get Big Ass Heart and these <sighs> lyrics. I kind of oh like God. this song. I think it's really funny. Oh and I think... I think out of all the original songs, I think this might don't be my... Don't you fucking dare... Of the ones that don't we don't f- see in competition. Don't you... Don't you dare fuck... Let me finish. I will not let... No, I won't. I'm reclaiming my time, please. <laughs> Other than... I think Hell to the No, hands down, the best original song. Uh, okay. There we go. No okay. contest. I think Trouty Mouth all is right. the funniest original song. Okay. I like this song. I wish it wasn't performed by Puck. But if someone, if this was like a real song that like a rockabilly band made, I would like it. Okay, I that's think it's fine. so thought... funny and cheesy and silly and like cute still. 
Because it's, like, goofy in a way where you're... Like, I find it endearing. And, like, if someone did a cover of this, like, a really, like, big band rockabilly cover of this, I would like it. And I would listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I just got it's, worried for a second when I thought you were about to say that it was better than Hell to the No. Oh, literally nothing is better than Hell to the No. That's, like, okay. no doubt one of the best ever on this show. I it's think, so fucking good. I think good. that's literally one of the best songs on this entire show. I 100% agree. It's so fucking... <laughs> it's so fucking it's so good. good. I, like... <laughs> I stream hell to the no. Me too. <laughs> I like, stream hell to the no, stream bitches. Stream hell to the no. It's so fucking good. Like, it's so... It's not even funny. It's just a good fucking song. It's just a good song. I think... Who wrote that? I think they might have... It might have been Ian Brennan, too. Let me look it up. Oh, God. Why not just tell me who did it? What is all the drama? Anyway moving on oh no yeah no this was written by music producer adam anders and co-creator ian brennan ian brennan slaying the game he's funny he's a funny fucking guy i'm pretty sure he did duets yeah i think so too he's a killing it <laughs> ian everybody brennan, all the, the girlies on tumblr had their favorite one of the three yeah ian brennan brad falchuk and then or ryan, ryan murphy. murphy jesus if ryan murphy Mine... was your favorite you hate yourself I think mine was Falchuk, and I think I, actually I Falchuk that. is the one who did duets. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I Ryan Murphy is like a terror, so anytime he was writing it or directing it, I was like, oh god, this is gonna be traumatic. Yeah, but oh, um, nope, I was right. I was right the first time. Ian Brennan Ian did Brennan. duets. The impact Ian yeah. Brennan has had on our lives. He's funny. He's funny. he's really funny. It's like scary Wait, to so think about. I want to know if some of Falchuk's episodes. If you can hear you us typing, the best I'm sorry, ones. but also move over. Yeah, but sorry, we needed to do this. We're researching. Okay. Season one, he wrote the pilot, obviously, with, with other people, though. Yeah. Um, Sectionals, Home, Dream On, Journey, Season 2, Grilled Cheeses, Never Been Kissed, Special Education, Sexy, Born This Way, New York. My three favorite fucking episodes. kills. He kills. (laughs) Okay. Okay. My three fucking favorite episodes that we've done for this podcast were all written by Brad. He's killing the game. Like... I don't know why, but I find that so funny. I love love him him so fucking much. Wait, and then... Wait, wait. My favorite season six episode, Jagged Little Tapestry. That's such a is good also episode. Brad's. That's oh, such wow. a good episode. I fucking love him. I love you, Brad. I hope you're listening. <laughs> oh, I would shit my <laughs> pants if he ever if any of them ever heard this. Ryan Murphy, I'm so sorry for anything I've ever said about you. I would love to work for you. Can you just answer one question? How can it be that all of the episodes I chose were written by him. He's an ally. I'm sick. He's a Britannia ally. He is. Like, okay. He's Go on. Stan. We stan. We stan Brad Falchuk. Um, in relation to Glee, we do not know anything about his personal life. Yeah, so please don't come in our ads talking about this, that, and the other. <laughs> because <laughs> we do not care that does not involve us okay let's see ian brennan's um he, he wrote duets one of my faves duets um prom queen blame it on the alcohol which is a one of my other favorites i, I love, love that one that episode asian f props. i like asian f actually too i also like props yeah. these are those are great episodes those are good i think probably ryan murphy has written Ryan Murphy wrote original song. He wrote uh, silly love songs. That's a great episode too. And original ru- rumors song. funeral rumors oh my funeral. God. He wrote some good ones. He wrote the quarterback. Sad. Oh, well, all of them. All of them wrote that one. Oh, they did. Oh, okay. Yeah, all three of them wrote that one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy only directed like f- maybe seven episodes crazy no that's not true really i'm on the glee fandom wiki Me yeah too. he's written more than seven no directed oh directed i'm yeah. sorry oh, i no, thought you fine. said written 
No, yeah, he's written a shit ton of them, but only directed seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I expected it to be more. I feel like, I don't know. I just always assumed he's very hands-on. But also, by the time Glee was in its, like, second season or so, like, I think American Horror Story was starting, too. So he was, like, or he was, I'm sure he was developing at that time. So I'm sure he was busy. Yeah, because that started in October 2011. Ryan Murphy is, like, a crazy genius. He's prolific. I'm kind of scared of him. I'm kind of scared of him. He's, like, (laughs) scary. It's, how does he get everything? How does he do all of this? I don't know, but Brad Falchuk is from Newton, Massachusetts. I love him. Slay. We shout out to. I Newton, don't know why, but I like. I kind of love him. <laughs> I think one of my favorite podcasts hosts is from Newton, Massachusetts. Did you know he was in a relationship with Gwyneth Paltrow? That I did know. Wait, they're married. Yes. Holy. You didn't know that. Oh. Oh. I knew that. I swear, you had to have known that. I forgot. I think I blacked it out. That's fair. Yeah, they've been together for like a long time. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking too close to the microphone because I'm like shocked right now. Yeah, they've been together Wait. for four years. Wow. Yeah, I don't think they have any kids together. I know she has kids with um, Chris Martin. Wait, so did they start dating when she was on Glee? That... Oh, maybe. That would make sense. Because it says, reportedly, as of August 2014, in a relationship with Glee, reoccurring guest star Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, that makes sense, though. Yeah, I guess. So when... Because, well, they got... Her and Steve... Or Steve Martin. Oh, my God. Wait. uh, Yep, they started dating. They started dating in season... Two? Five. Oh, okay. That makes sense. No, season five. Oh, yeah. Because... 2011. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. How interesting. She started dating him the year that she got divorced, uh, separated from Chris Martin. Oh, you just know there's some tea. There you just know is. there's... Because they didn't get divorced I know. until 2016, and then her and Brad got married in 2014, or 2018. How... Uh, is... Can I tell you something? I have a there. feeling that they might have hooked up. Gwyneth Paltrow has huge open relationship Hollywood vibes. Yeah. Right? But Chris Martin seems so dedicated to her. I feel like... And he has so many songs about being brokenhearted. Yeah, he's really good at writing those sad songs. I think that she hooked up with this dude. I believe that. I mean, allegedly, allegedly. But I believe it. Can someone reach out to us and let us know? Yeah, does anyone have tea? Thank you. Or not even tea, but just like we'll do a, a longer Google than us. Yeah. That would be nice. Someone let us know. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to keep on believing and spreading this rumor. Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, yeah. All right. So <laughs> we got to get to the kiss. So... Oh, yes. Wait, I'm sorry. I completely skipped over a stupid ass scene between Finn and Quinn. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. But I will say one thing about that scene. It's annoying. They're both annoying, especially in this episode. But I understand where Quinn is coming from in being like, I don't want my relationship to be a secret. I understand it's she has malicious motives and like ulterior motives. But still, she's like, are you dating me or not? Like, why why don't you want to tell anyone? To protect Rachel? That's lame. That's a lame excuse. Okay. But that's just me, Well, she, sh- she shouldn't have started hooking up with Finn when he was still dating Finn. When she was... Well, when yeah, he was still course. dating Rachel. Ever, all three so, of them are wrong at all times. Rachel didn't do anything. Not this time. Which time did she do something? She was all over him in the beginning when they when she knew that her and like flirting with him constantly when Finn and Quinn were together at the beginning of the show. When he was like blatantly unavailable. Okay. Fine, if you count that. I'm absolutely It's not like she actually did anything with him. Well, no, but still, it's inappropriate. There's a lack of respect there, even if you don't like someone. Well, Quinn had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, probably. All right. So anyway, we get another... Fuck them. We get another hint at Kurt's craft supplies with his gemstone organizer. I need, like... A picture. No, I need, like, a 25-minute YouTube unboxing Tour. of kurt's caboodle 
I know that shit is organized within an inch of its life. I need a tour of his craft room. Yes. It's like it's like the, a couple years ago and rich people would be like, closet tour. I need that for Kurt's mm-hmm. craft room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. Sorry, I just took a, a sip of my seltzer. It's okay. You have to you have to prepare for this. Hydrate. Yeah. So we need to talk about this scene. It's so good. This- it's oh so cute. I can't get over it. Okay, so context. The week that this premiered, I saw Hey Monday live. Wow. By complete coincidence. I wasn't even going to the show. Because this premiered on, like, what? Like, a Tuesday or Wednesday? Some some Because this is early in the week, whatever. I think the show was, th- like, Friday or something like that? Cause my- no, I think... I think the show. I think the show was airing on Thursdays. Am I crazy? No, it, I know it did at one point. Either way, it was. It aired before I, I, went to the concert. Because mm. my friend offered me a free ticket, so I went. And I yeah. like kind of knew Hey Monday. I knew the song because it was in Glee, and I like knew some of their other music. But whatever. So I literally was watching them, and they were like, "Oh, like." This song we're about to perform, it's really special to us. It was just on an episode of Glee earlier this week. And like, okay, here's Candles. And I like freaked the fuck out. I was bugging. I was like, this is the song. This song I had been listening to obviously nonstop since the episode. So good. Oh, I just like, it was like the cherry on top of this whole scene and episode. When he, oh my God, Blaine is looking at him. With so much love. I can't get over it. The kiss is so passionate. It's so passionate. I was kind of like blown away by that. It's like, because like a lot of the times with gay kisses and stuff like that, it's like, it's a peck or it's It's like a peck. It's never anything any like crazy. Literally. It's so romantic. It's so passionate. He just like goes for it after he's like, oh, there you are. I've been looking for you. Whatever. That whole like spiel we talked about earlier, which is also just very sweet and very romantic too. And like Kurt's blushing and he's like teary eyed and it's just like, oh my God. And then he goes in and he kisses him. And then when Kurt grabs his face. Oh my God. It was over for me. Yeah. Over. I I remember crying in my room watching this. Oh, and then when he when he says before the kiss even happens, when he's like, "You move me, Kurt." You move me, Kurt. Oh, oh. my god! The amount of yeah. times I've seen that gif, endless, endless. It's so good. And then when he like finally they get they break away from the kiss, and Blaine is like, he's so proud of himself. He's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and he's like we should practice and kurt's like i thought we were and they kiss again oh my god and then the immediate cut to hell to the no from that second kiss banger that's when i had to pause it and be like hold on let me go back for a second and so that's when i noticed we were happens. 19 minutes in because i'm like what so much fucking happens in this in the first half of this episode like it's literally and then the second half is basically like all co- competition Mm-hmm. It's really, really wild how this episode is. This paced. episode flew by. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, tell me I should eat my Wheaties or I'll come down with diabetes. Wins for best song lyric. It's held so to the no. The tots callback. The tots callback. So this is literally better than every original song. Absolutely. In, the, in this episode, even loser like me. Absolutely. Like, Period. She ate and left no crumbs. She slayed this. It's crazy. The the amount of times I saw the gif of Shu dancing in the chair with -hmm. his little finger up. Mm -hmm. Insane. Also, Brittany looked so cute in this scene and so did Tina. Yeah. But Mercedes is just, oh my God. She's such a star. Amber Riley is such a force. (sighs) And how the fuck is it not regionals material? What the fuck does that mean? Fuck Mr. Shu of all time right now. Like, all the, it's just like, he's so stupid. I also fundamentally disagree with him in this scene. When he asks yeah. them, he's like, what's your favorite songs? And Santana and Puck have phenomenal answers. Santana literally says, you ought to know by Alanis Morissette. And the fact that I would have said that if you asked me that question in high school. 
Oh yeah. It's just like our our souls are intertwined. <laughs> like we like ugh, when, if I wasn't her, I would be madly in love with her. And you are in high school. And I am. When so it's like Lauren's Icy says, Puckerman, you're on a roll. That line <laughs> the line delivery is so good. I really like that that interaction. Yeah. But like so in this scene, Shu is really annoying for multiple reasons. One, because he doesn't think that Hell to the No is a regionals ready song, which it is. It is. But then for him to be like, all of these songs you're talking about, like, they come from pain. They come from heartbreak. Like, that's what where good art comes from. That's just bullshit. That's yeah, just like, like, not true. You can make amazing art th- through happiness and enjoying your life and like huge growth and impactful moments like i know this is a conversation i've had like in art school a bunch because that's always the thing people talk about is like oh my god this like tortured artist he whatever like ruined his life to make art and that's the only way to do it and like you have to be miserable to make good art and it's like that's just not true it's just bad advice and leads to bad Mm -hmm. habits and like lets people sit in their problems and like i hate that advice so i hate that much. advice so much and just that opinion on like art and all that like opinion about art it's so stupid and so dangerous to tell high schoolers that yeah like have they never heard of lady gaga make fun music or it doesn't Kylie all Minogue. have to be about being miserable yeah like it doesn't all have to be about miserable ass sad ass shit Even, like, like be- early beyonce Beyonce, Madonna, like, come on now. Or even, and they definitely, like, take a lot, like, with Loser Like Me especially, they take a lot of, um, pink references. It feels very much, like, similar to, like, Raise Your Glass and Fun House and, like, all that type of stuff. And, like, pink makes a lot of fun music. I fucking love pink. Me too. But- like, we'll talk about we it. We need to talk about something. Yeah. No, we need to pause right here, right now. <laughs> we need to pause right here and right now. Because I need everybody listening to this podcast to know one thing about me and one thing only. When it comes to pink, I will fucking go against every <laughs> pink hater on this entire face of this earth. That bitch has hits. She has hits. She has fucking hits. The amount of times I've cried to family portrait, alarming alarming i okay every voice raised against pink on this earth will not prosper you one of my favorite have to bitter go bitch anthems first. is stupid girls one of my favorite we hater do not ass anthems we do not celebrate that song because it was written against britney spears <laughs> Against the culture of the 2000s, and we support all the 2000 girlies. So that's that why is not I a said pi- bitter bitch anthems because it is. Okay. it's very it's in the it's in the family of like misery business and better than revenge. Of like, I don't support what you're saying, but I'm gonna dance my ass off when this is on. Okay, I have a couple of songs like that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm being a hater, and I'm fine with that right now. When these three minutes yeah. is up, I'm gonna go back to being a feminist. But right now. Some of these bitches are Wait, stupid. There's another song that like I don't agree with the with what the song is saying at all, but I like love the song. I, I I'm gonna think of it a little bit later and I'll let you know what it is. Yeah, and but. if we can't remember it by the time the episode's over, we'll post about it when we do remember. Yes. Don't I love worry. That. Don't worry. Okay, we can move on now that I yeah. said my piece about pink. <clears throat> we love that we love pink. We love pink. Faberry shippers died defending this next scene in the trenches of Tumblr. Not me. Like, their bodies remained in the Chamber of Secrets forever. Because, okay, people said that the reason that Finn and Quinn kept getting together and why Quinn kept stealing him is because she knew that both of them were meant to, like, peak in high school and stay in Lima, exactly what she says to Rachel, and that Rachel deserves to, like, move away and be a star, and that the whole reason is because Quinn loves her. And also kept saying that the song Get It Right is actually about Quinn and not Finn because the first line talks about a ship going nowhere. I don't think it's that deep. The Okay, well, tell your friends. They're not my because... friends. I just like the crazy fan fiction. And I thought they were cute together. 
I will not. I will not oh, be no. the patron saint of all crazy for berries. Okay, I had bigger fish to fry when this episode came out. Okay, <laughs> I had shit to deal with. I had my own house to take care of. Whatever. If I would have gone through your likes and your faves, I know I would have seen some crazy yeah, fan theories absolutely. about this scene. I'm still doing okay, that then. shit. You should see my likes and shit on Twitter right now with all the crazy Stranger Things fan theories. I'm out of my mind. And. I mean, don't get me started on our podcast Twitter because it's I've been on one this week. I'm sorry to anybody who follows us on Twitter. I've literally been on one this week because like I would just like to say this. (laughs) I would like to say this. So Victoria and I are both logged into the Twitter and the Instagram and like we get notifications when the other posts and like whatever people like it or retweet it, whatever, whatever, like most shared Instagrams and all that shit. I like was not on Twitter much this weekend because like. It was my birthday weekend. My boyfriend was in town. I was, like, doing a bunch of stuff. So I just, like, wasn't on my phone as much. But I kept getting notifications for tweets that we had made. And I was like, whatever. I'm not looking. It doesn't matter. It's not, like, I would read the tweet that was made. And then I would, like, I was like, I don't know these people like that. Sorry, L-word people. I don't watch it yet. I'm gonna. I promise. But I haven't gotten there. Okay. And then I was like, what the fuck is she doing? (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then I see the tweet where you're like, I'm at a five-star restaurant reading fan fiction. <laughs> and I was like, this bitch is literally in in San Francisco, in a different state than where she lives, in a different city than where she lives, on her five-year anniversary trip with her lovely partner. And this bitch is, like, posted <laughs> up on Twitter, tweeting about these women. <laughs> And this is the part where I need everybody to understand <laughs> the level of commitment that I have to Bet and Tina and, this and is, the way. <laughs> and this is not a call out. If anything, this is I'm coming at you with respect. Because me too, bitch. I was reading. Yeah. I, I have been like I said with the Stranger Things. It's been like my current obsession. I can't help it. I have been reading so much fan fiction. My all of my open tabs on my phone right now are fan fiction or Stranger Things merchandise. Like I'm in deep. This is the trenches. I was reading shit while my boyfriend was here. So like again, we're not. I'm not. This is no shade. This is no judgment. This is game recognizing game. <laughs> but you were and fucking this is why we host on, a pod together. No, truly, because I'm was like on one. I read it and I was like, <laughs> me too, and then went back to my shit. <laughs> oh my god so like i live i live for it and i i know bernie is a saint (laughs) just for that and so is my so is my boyfriend tony they put up with a lot of shit with us (laughs) oh my god because okay i don't know some of you might follow me on insta but on my personal account i posted a screenshot of a text exchange because we were in the airport literally in the airport waiting for our flight back home and what did i do i started watching of course, a bunch of compilation videos on YouTube. Oh my gosh. And I started getting into this like very heated situation where I was just like, no, this is really like, I was like starting to spiral a little bit. Like if they don't get back together, like what's going to happen? And, but she had her headphones on and so did I, and we were kind of in our own lane. So I texted her and I'm like, why did Tina ask Bet if she still loved her? And she, Bernie's like, please stop talking about the L word because I, <laughs> I've been on one this week. I, I really it. have. I love it. I think it's great. I, it makes me feel better about my bullshit. Because, like, <laughs> I tr- also have just been on one. Like, I've been punishing every person in my life that I see day to day with just, like, convoluted, insane bullshit about Stranger Things. Like, I'm in deep. I can't help it. I, don't e- I didn't even like this show that much before I watched the new season. And here I am. So, like, I respect you. I respect you, too. Thank you. Okay, we have to move on from this. We will get to the L oh, yeah. one day. Sorry. And that is going to be a moment in and of itself. But for now, let's let's talk about fucking Leah acting while writing this song. Oh my god. Cuz it's so funny. The part where she scribbles the word out and writes it again. It's I love so, that part. Cuz like that's me in my notebook. <laughs> I'm like That one didn't look right. I need to do it again. I don't like how that looked. Yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah. She's like editorializing. I love her. She's crazy. I live. The single the single mascara filled yes. tear. 
coming down. How many the... takes did that? How many takes did that take? They were like, Leah, okay, honey, we're gonna spray the scallion into your eye again, and rub the shallot right under your eyebrow again, and oh this time, God. like, try to put some more feeling into it, darling. <laughs> so stupid. Squeeze out one big fat tear if you can. It was a good one too. Like that was a mm-hmm. that was a movie tear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, quit. <laughs> Then it cuts to Sue and Will in, like, the office or whatever. And Will is like, we wrote original songs. And Sue immediately goes, so you're trying to lose. (laughs) Fuck, dude. No, because she's kind of right. They do lose in the next one. (laughs) Like, she's right. Sorry, you didn't slay as hard as you did. You thought you did. But I just, like, I love Sue. I always will. She's out of her, she's out of her bird. She's nuts. She's a little nuts. Okay, we cut to the competition. I forgot Kathy Griffin was in this episode. She's so fucking funny in this episode. I love her. I love her in this episode. It's such good casting. Mm-hmm. And then we have then, Icon. Legend. The nun is literally the actress who plays Richard's wife, Adele, on Grey's Anatomy. I, like, screamed. I was like, oh my god, that's her. I screamed. Back on our bullshit. Like, yeah, always back on. <laughs> it always, like, look, when you watch as much TV in your life as Victoria and I have, it always comes back to either, to one of two shows. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Or Law and Order SVU. Law and Order. And yeah. you can trace any actor in a show back to one of those two at this point. But that's just like, because they're soap operas. They've been going on for 20 years. Like, there's, there are... Everyone has worked with them at once, at one point or another. So I, and she was amazing in Grey's Anatomy. She's so good as Adele Weber. And she's like, oh, she's so funny in this episode too. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I was not feeling the clean duet, honestly. I, I like the original song a lot. Like I love the original Hey Monday version. It's a little, like, Kurt's voice is the problem here, and that's, like, generally the case with his duets and stuff like that, especially when he sings with Blaine, because Blaine's register is so much lower, so then they kind of shoehorn Kurt into, like, the quote-unquote, like, girl parts, like, the higher parts, which just doesn't mm-hmm. work for Chris Colfer's voice, and I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest problem I have with this performance, because, like, I don't mind a slower number, like, a slower duet in the comp- in, like, this show or whatever, Especially this one, I'm like, this is a nice... It's nice for them to have their first, like, couples duet like this. Like, really cute song. But his foot... It's just, he's just too... He's singing too high. He You can't see his teeth. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I, I find that... It, it makes me uncomfortable when he does it. But I like, I like the scene. But I don't love the performance. Yeah. I'm just not crazy about the performance. But I thought the scene was good. Yeah. And then Rachel clapping for them and like jumping up is so cute. So cute. And Kurt has a little and then, bow. Yeah. And then um, honestly, I think that one of the best Glee covers of all time is this next Warbler's performance. Oh, yeah. And I literally started singing along. Same. I was like dancing in my seat while watching it just now. Like, yeah. It's so good. I, my hot take is that I do think the Warblers beat them. On this episode? On this episode. I like the ballad better, and I like their upbeat number better. I liked Blaine's face when he said Dirty Little Freaks at the end. Yeah. He's so silly. He's so silly. He's having so much fun. Darren has ha- Darren yeah. had so much fun with this fucking character, and you could tell. His, like, little backward shuffle thing he's doing away from all the boys is so cute. Yeah. It's, he's so corny. Yeah. In a way where, like... It's it's kind of sexy. It's not corny where you're like cringing. You're like, oh my god, look at him. He's having a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Then we cut to New Direction's performance and we start with a Finchel scene and Finn's like, break a leg out there. And she's <sighs> like, um, I don't know, but listen to every single part of this song because <laughs> I really meant it. And he's like, okay, like you she's didn't have to go and crazy. do all that. And okay, I, I need to tell a little story. Please. I'm never going to forget that after this episode aired, I don't know how long it was after the episode aired, but I feel like it was in the summertime because we were going to go to the, I think we were going to the beach and this episode aired in spring. 
So yeah. it had to have been the summer after this episode aired that I was at Hannaford's with my mom, <laughs> like so randomly, just getting like chips and soda and whatnot. And the song came on over the speaker. Oh, and I was like, wait, who sings this killer. again? I was like, wait, who sings this? Because this song is so familiar. I was like, is this Kelly Clarkson? Like, why does this song sound so familiar? Wow, and I couldn't place it. shady boots. And then... And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, this is one of the original songs from Glee. Like, that who the fuck at Hannaford's so is a Glee right now? fucking weird to hear in public. Not even Why like a cover. Why would you hear that at a grocery store? And it, it's literally the, the it's not even a song. cover. It's a, one of the original songs. And not so the there had to one. have been. It had to it's have been ballad. a Gleek working at. Yeah, somebody was sad that day. One of the Gleeks was sad that day at Hannaford's. God bless them. I mean, I get it. If I worked, if. <laughs> When I worked in a grocery store, I was also depressed, so I can't blame them. Yeah. Kind this is like it comes a, with the territory. I hate this song. I don't know why. I don't think it's bad. I think it's a totally fine song, but I find it very agitating. And it's very, like, B-tier Rachel Platten slash Alessia Cara vibes. You know oh, what I wow. mean? Like I, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, "This sounds like like this genre of song is so recognizable." It's like very, I will say, it reminds me of Jordan Sparks. Yes, exactly. It falls into that like no air battlefield, all that type of shit. Just like almost good ballad, pop ballad. Well, actually, no air is exempt from that, but I agree about battlefield. Yeah, it's just like. It's yeah. I don't know. It's just it doesn't yeah. Or sit like right tattoo. Yeah, one hundred percent. I will say I did yeah. fall into a rabbit hole during this song because I was like very bored by it. Of like, who won best new artist at the Grammys? Because I was like looking. I was like, wait, what's that girl's name that this reminds me of? And I was like, I know she won best new artist undeservedly. Let me look. And it was Alessia Cara because she won in twenty eighteen. Uh-huh. You know who she beat? Don't SZA. tell me. I'm gonna get pissed off. Oh, wow. She beat SZA. What? Control is like one of the best albums ever, and she beat SZA. How did she beat her? With what song? I don't even remember what song it was. I don't even know either. What's her song? The one about the party? I don't know. The one about the party. She opened for Coldplay when I saw Coldplay. That's That's the only reason I remember her. She's like, seems like a lovely girl. I have no hard feelings. (laughs) I don't. But I don't think she should. I don't think she should have won. Yeah, I don't think so. Not against SZA. No. Maybe against somebody else. Insane. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. I. But I did fall down a rabbit hole, and I did want to remind everyone that SZA was robbed in 2018. Robbed. Robbed. Truly. Uh, also, I really like how. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Fucking Rachel says new directions. Every time, the yeah. way she pronounces it is so funny to me. New directions. It's just like Wait. new directions. <laughs> Wait. Wait, can I ask something? Yeah. Why did they name it new directions when if you say it slowly, it literally sounds like new nude? directions? Why did they do that? It might have been a bit. They <laughs> might have done that on purpose. There's no like yeah, because the first season could, was like dark they, and like. They had to have heard that yeah. when they named it. I I know it. They have. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them this credit. They have to have done that on purpose. Okay. Because the first season was yeah, like dark so. comedy, kind of edgy. You know, they have like like the, they're pretending it's a show for teens, but, but it's not. It kind of yeah. But I so I have to. I'm giving. But them we that ate credit. it up anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Quinn's stupid ass plan totally backfired. Absolutely because. Finn is just watching Rachel perform and is like totally even more in love with her now after seeing how talented she is. Which is fair. I get it. And it's like, and like, I think he realizes like it's way cooler to be with somebody who's like actually good at something and like passionate about something. And Quinn's only passion is like being prom queen. Which is like not She's boring. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Loser Like Me is very, yeah, it's pink coated. This is a pink, pink B side. Yeah. Loser like me melts my heart. It, yeah, it's like a good song. Yeah, I it's like a feel it. good song. I, I like this is a song. Even if I don't love the original songs, this comes on and I'm like, it makes me nostalgic for watching Glee. So I like it me because too. of that. And Santana saying I don't care, best part of the song. I don't care. Best part no, of the, the song. No, the best part of the 
No, the best part of the song is when um, is the line. Um, I could be a superstar. I'll see you when you wash my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a funny one too. I'll I'll give yeah. you, give you that. Okay. But whatever. Um, I just love the new direction so much. I do. Like, I just like them. I just want them to I do love well. them. Like, even yeah. when they're annoying, I like them. Yeah. Okay. And then we cut to the judges, and it's like um, the nun <laughs> has, like, a very, like, valid question, which is, is Dalton a gay school, or is it just a school that appears gay? She's right. I think she's... She's like, totally right. That's a great question. Sister Mary Constance, mm-hmm. you're right. I think it's both. I think it's both, girly. Um, um Yeah, this scene is, like, <laughs> fine. Yeah. It's, like, Kathy Griffin is funny in it. Yeah. But, like, it's whatever. I just think, like, the Rod they, guy is, like, totally forgettable. I forgot that Sue falls in love with him in yeah. a later one. Yeah, like, that's the only thing I really... I didn't even know he was the guest judge. I got this episode mixed up with when Lindsay Lohan is... Uh, and Paris Hilton are on it. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, wait, because I forgot Kathy Griffin and... um, What the fuck is her name? I always feel so bad. I can never remember her name. Uh, Loretta Devine is the actress who's playing Sister Mary Constance and is Adele Weber oh, on right. Grey's. But, like, I always focus on them so much because they're so funny together. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the scene is... It's fine. It's good. They're funny, but it's yeah. fine. And they win. And then we cut... Yeah, they finally they win. win. So Thank God. Yeah. And the fact that Rachel's idea won them regionals. That makes me happy. She deserves it. And eventually, like, when she gets the little MVP trophy, she's absolutely deserving of it. Yeah. And then Santana's like... Oh, there she goes, making me regret voting for her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so Sue punching the woman? That was a jump scare. I it's was like, what? It's one of the funniest <laughs> things she's ever done. It's so insane. I forgot. It, like, connects. It feels like it, like, that was a hefty hit. Yeah. That's, it's so that funny. That felt kind of real. Yeah. And that bitch goes down hard. Yeah. I love it. And then we cut to the burial... And Blaine does not give a fuck about this bird. Blaine is acting weird in this scene. He's weird, right? He's like, like so. He's does like, this remind you of your mom's like, so funeral? Kurt, yeah, he's like, so Kurt, this all must be pretty hard on you, huh? Since like your mom died and everything. Weird. Like, what shit the fuck? Why would you ask someone? that? Like it's <laughs> it's he's very weird in this scene. Like no, like I literally have a note. I was like, you're being a weirdo. What's going on? Yeah, it was really weird. Kurt being like, I'm sad about this, but also I'm mostly sad about regionals. I'm like, again, he's being, <laughs> he's, this is very Kurt. Like, he's, he's being his authentic self. Mm-hmm. We got each other out of all this. So, so sweet. So cute. Oh, my God. I started, they I, walk that a- fully walk made me away. tear up. I like the part where they walk away and they have each other's, um, they're like have their arm around each other yeah so cute it's so sweet how comfortable they are with each other it makes me so happy mm-hmm. uh and then we end on a group hug for the new directions yeah she gets her little mvp trophy everyone votes for her and everyone's really proud of her and she deserves it who wins mvp after her i literally have a note asking does this come back because i don't remember I don't anybody else winning back. an mvp MVP trophy. Okay. Does it come back? No. Not that I can see. <laughs> but that makes sense. All right. And that is the original song. That's it. It was so good. This was a this is the Clane episode. This is one of the biggies. This is one of the biggies. It was a good Hugely one. Hugely impactful. It was a quick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking quickly paced episode. It's really yeah. it felt it weird watching it because i was like oh it's over i thought it was gonna be yeah so much longer than this speedy yeah yeah but that's it All right. for our faves that's it for our faves we so did it. now yeah we did it we f- we got through glee so now <laughs> our next um i think our next couple of episodes are gonna be our least a couple of least favorite episodes <laughs> 
and what we've, we've been revealing to y'all ahead of time what the episodes are going to be, but I think it would be more fun to surprise y'all I with our so least too. favorites. I think you guys so are going to be gonna, uh, yeah. surprised maybe by our choices. I think so too. And I'm not going to reveal what one I'm going to choose. Um, just to say it might not be the one you expect. So. <laughs> yeah. I, and like, we're, yeah, this will be a fun secret. I think it'll be fun for you to just kind of go into it cold listening to next week's episode because we're going to talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. So be ready. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. All of our socials are linked in the description of the podcast. Um, be sure to tune in and share what you think. Leave us a review or subscribe if you're ready to hear the next few episodes and share with your friends. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and feel free to rate us and all that stuff too. It helps, but yeah, we'll see you next week for the first of our least favorite Glee episodes. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Bye. Oh my God. He's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died.